welcome to Elementary, elementary Springfield. Springfield. I call it Elementary you Springfield. You did, didn't you? Yes, on purpose. Do you know what you're doing? Yes, I oh, thought it was purpose? funny. I thought it was funny. Blalablentry. Exactly, which is just as funny. Thank you. I'm Lauren Bach. I'm Lauren Glalovent. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Claire Sullivan. I'm Claire Sullivan. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Man, it'd be better as Claire Sullivan. This is a podcast about The Simpsons. Because I've never seen it. And I have. <laughs> and each week we are looking at an episode, The Golden Years Only. Yes. Uh, season th- one or season three. 58 can fuck off. They can all fuck off. Yeah, 58, fuck off. What are you, 58 seasons? I don't know. Okay. How many seasons are there? 30-something? That's a lot of okay. seasons. Yeah, but we don't need to know about those. No, because they can days. fuck off. Three <laughs> yes, they can fuck off. <laughs> We're a bit abusive to <laughs> the Simpsons episodes today. <laughs> this is uh, episode two of yes. season four. Yes. Episode two of season two yes, of our podcast. Season two. Not confusing at all no it all makes sense just uh, you just got to take two step forwards and then a step back it's like when and you're then trying minus to, the plus of the episode it's like trying to figure out 24 hour time to 12 hour time oh god which i always had to do and i learned when i was at mcdonald's and had uh, to remember what 1700 was oh god 1700 is the worst you're like you think it's seven but it's not it's five and you go to 21 you're like I get stuck in the 20s always oh god. what's 21 what is it what is it what what is it though? Why is it 9 p.m.? Why is 21 suddenly 9 p.m.? It feels like really late. 21, 58? What? 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 What is that? How does that make any but sense? When we get to 22, that feels a little more hot. Yeah, you're like 10, okay, 24 yeah. is midnight. There you go. But you've only got 23 in the middle. Because it goes to uh, 23, 59, then it goes to 0100. This week's episode <laughs> is called A Streetcar Named Marge. Yes. And in it, Marge takes part in a musical of a streetcar named Desire. (laughs) Uh, Just at the top. I thought it was great, but it reminded me so much of the time I went and saw there was a musical uh, that my friend's sister was in, Uh and it was written about the founding of Ballarat. (laughs) And it was written by a lo- it was written by a local and me and my friend and I'm her sorry, friend. it was written by a local. Yes, great. And there was a song with no. Ballarat. We're gonna go to Ballarat. Yeah, we're gonna go to Ballarat. And there was like box step galores and the costumes and the set was exactly the same. Felt like there were Are like. You sure, you just didn't go and see the Sound and Light show at Sovereign Hill. No, I definitely saw. Ballarat. We've got much more than just Sovereign Hill in Ballarat. Yeah. This is not the sound and light show in Ballarat. Now it's time for a box step again. So many box steps. So many box steps. And uh, my friend and her friend, we all got very drunk. Yeah, right. And everyone kept telling us to be quiet, but it was actually a comedy musical. Right. So every time there was a, like a joke that was written in the, the musical, we were the ones that were cackling because we were like this is very fun and also like no one is laughing and that is absurd because it's she's written actual jokes yeah right and, and afterwards and afterwards was quite a time for Ballarat <laughs> we were told off for being too naughty and being too 
loud. But then afterwards, everyone in the musical came around to us like, you're the best audience to us who are too loud because we were having a good time. See, having a good time. That means there's an audience that is not quite theatre literate. No. No. It was so- there's gold there in them hills. You just got to find it there. Exactly. Maybe it's in your heart. No. Or maybe you just have to use a pen. And gold no. in the hills. <laughs> Yeah, it was just like that. It was like a romance and it was about the founding of Ballarat. And all I remember is Ballarat. (laughs) I had a great time. Sounds like so much fun. It was so much fun. So much fun. The overseas listeners are like, what the fuck is this Ballarat place? Oh, it's a town in... uh, Regional Victoria. Regional Victoria. It's where the big gold rush... Majority of the gold rush happened. At one point in time, it was the richest city in the world. Really? Is that or Bendigo? I'm not sure. Wow. Either one of those. Yeah, for real. For yeah. real. You literally would go out and just like stumble across gold. Wow. Well, a man did that like yeah. a few months ago. He was yeah, walking he's his dog by the river and he found a huge nugget of gold, which got him and his family out of like terrible poverty. Uh, it was such a big nugget of gold. It was like what as a big good as boy. A... Yeah. Good time for a walk. Oh, yeah. So, in this episode... (laughs) Marge uh, joins the musical. Yeah, it's almost entirely about Marge and the musical. There was a slight side plot. (gasps) Which I loved. Uh, But basically, uh, the kids and Homer are watching uh, Miss American Girl. Yes. Not at all affiliated with Miss Miss America. America. (laughs) They seem very involved in it. Yes, and it opens with, they learn the truth at 17. (laughs) But I'm pretty sure it's actually by Janis Joplin and it's kind of like, it's not about beauty queens. It's about like rallying against beauty queens and what actually is love. Yeah, the and- opening number in the opening part of the show. <laughs> we learned the truth at 17 that beauty is for beauty queens yeah, or something like, like actually, that. Actually, it's a, it's a protest song. <laughs> yes. Whatever. Uh, they're also making fun of the fact that the American girls have to wear ridiculous outfits. Yes. Including those... Indiana, who was just wearing a giant racing car track around her head. <gasps> I saw one of them was really wearing enjoyed. an oil pump. Just pumping oil. And it was literally like sperm. Yeah, yeah, it was. I kind of wanted to pause and just like watch all the outfits, which I'm yeah. sure that they put a lot oh, of detail in. So, so good. Very what? funny. Uh, meanwhile, Marge is getting ready for her audition. Mm-hmm. Uh, and no one is paying any attention to her, especially Homer. Oh. Now, we know how you feel about Homer. Oh, he is gaslighting her in that scene. He's he does say, uh, I, this is the first I've heard about it. <gasps> She's been telling him all afternoon, yeah. all day, like, yeah. I'm going to audition. He's like, that's interesting. It's really sad. sad. So she goes to the audition. All the town is there. Chief Wiggum, Otto, Ned Flanders. Everyone. Oh, and Ned. He's like, okay, everyone who's auditioning for the man's role, Stanley, uh, take off your tops. And they all take off the tops and you see all their naked bodies one by one. The last person is Ned with his rig. Rigged. Oh. Yeah. Did you, did we? We've seen him before, I think. We've established Ned's rig is rigged, right? Oh. Yeah. Oh, boy. He can pick you up. Yeah, he can pick you up. Fling you around. He can fling you around. We also have the most amazing, uh, one of my favourite John Lovitz characters in this episode his name oh the dramatic director john lovitz plays a few different roles throughout Mm -hmm. the simpsons and this is the fourth time on the show he plays llewellyn sinclair the director (laughs) and every single line is gold i have had i have directed three Three. plays and i have had three Three heart heart attacks. attacks 
I'm Platy Bruffle. <laughs> that is how much I care about the theater. Oh my god. It's like every high school musical director. Yep, they take it too seriously because there is no stakes. No stakes. It is a vegetarian production. <laughs> no stakes. Hey! Thank you. <laughs> that is very good. Thank you so much. Oh my god. Oh my god. No Gotta do something other than comedy festivals. <laughs> so he auditions. M- um, Marge, or a bunch of women, yeah. and he hates all of them. Yeah, uh, and it's only when he sees Marge on the phone to Homer, looking very, very sad, sad, and despondent, and, and all despondent. of her spirit has gone out of her. She, yes, Homer, I'll bring you a bucket of chicken on the way home with the skins, with buns and chocolate, whatever. It does sound nice. Yeah, yeah, it I can, I yummy. can go buns and. Uh, Llewellyn Sinclair knocks the phone out of her hand. She's got the pot. Get out of here. You're talking to my Blanche Dubois. Exactly. What a great way to find out you've got the pot. Uh, By not meaning to. Yes. Also by that thing of like having to audition on the stage in front of everyone, everyone, which is not how they do it in Australia. No. Well, they take you off to a separate room. Yeah. Where everyone else is in another room and you get to audition just in front of the director and the musical director, which is still two people. Yeah. But it's not on a stage. And it's pretty not in terrifying. Front of everyone. Yeah. Thank God. Well, I mean, it's only community theatre, so they're probably like, yeah, we'll just go around. Everyone sing Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. Here yeah. you go. This is how you do it. Yes. Great. So they begin auditions. Yes. I mean, sorry, they begin rehearsals. Yes. Unfortunately, Maggie's getting a little bit in the way of everything and he's like oh here's a car for my sister's preschool and she's like okay and so uh they drop her off there and it's Anne Rand school for tots you laughed so hard that is such a good joke what does that mean so Anne Rand uh she's a philosopher and a writer and she wrote a book I think her most famous book is called The Fountainhead which um I've never read because I don't want to fucking read it Uh because it's like as thick as a brick right and it's and her philosophy in life philosophies uh philosophers are very hard to read oh especially her apparently but it's like a it is a fictional narrative and her philosophy in life is that uh, it. I wrote it kind of down. It's objectivism, uh, and the purpose of life is working, like to work, <laughs> and reason is absolute. Ah, uh, I see. Yes. So you have to derive all your pleasure and all your love just from working, because working is the best thing you can do okay. as a society member. Because right. we are all society members, and so reason rules everything, uh-huh. and therefore we should all be working. So we're not working from like uh, we're not we're not having emotions. We're not no. really caring about mental health or no. self care. No, because you don't need to do that. Because if you work, you work, then that is the reward in yes, your life. Exactly. Exactly. Right. I'm pretty sure. So that's that what it really is. translates to like the under fives yes <laughs> the first thing she does is take well first of all uh marge seems a little bit wary yeah. uh but then the woman perfectly points out oh it was also that's exactly what Anne ran looks like ah okay right yes <laughs> then, then Anne, not rand yeah uh what a stupid name i know, uh, I know. says uh, they're the only preschool not getting investigated by the state she doesn't have a choice here we go. She takes Maggie's 
dummy <gasps> yes. and puts it in a locked cabinet, <laughs> a locker with all the other dummies. All the other dummies. Very unhygienic. Oh, Whatever. God. Oh, yes. <laughs> throws, them, throws her down with the rest of the little toddlers. And Marge is trying to explain to her when she has a bottle. Yes. And the woman is like, no, no, no. See, she. what we work on is her finding the bottle within herself. <laughs> What we focus on is the bottle within. Yes, because I think her philosophy is like you only, yeah, you derive pleasure from working and so working will give you enough happiness that you don't need anything else really. Yeah, just a minimalist approach. Oh, yeah. Uh, So Maggie is in daycare now. Marge can fully devote (laughs) her time to the play uh, and Ned Flanders' rig. Yes. Uh, oh, yes. And Ned is topless. Ned is also a good a- good actor. Oh, he's a great actor. Like, he's great, and like he's yeah. kind of like got the right energy. Yeah. Uh, but then he like breaks out of it because yeah. he's a nice man. Because he's a lovely man. He's such a lovely man. Oh, I want to roll around and with Ned. Me, no camera. <laughs> he's a sort. I mean, yes, he's a church going man, but I definitely think he's got the philosophy. Oh, of, like, he can fuck. Yes, right. Like once yes. you get married. Yes. Yeah. Like yes, you remain a virgin. Once you yeah. get married, God wants you to fuck. Yes. He's got that down and he like he's like god wants you to fuck with pleasure exactly you look at him yeah. he's like i bet he the, goes down on his wife right yeah yeah the man he, eats yeah. pussy oh he eats pussy <laughs> <laughs> oh boy oh. <laughs> this is hot in here um oh gosh what happens next? Oh, so Homer's like, she's not getting it. Marge That's right. She's not getting, not getting it. it. Llewellyn Sinclair is losing his mind. Trying to get it out of her. Because he saw her with the spirit of it and he's like, I know it's in you. I know it's in you. And then Homer turns up and he's like, Marge, 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 come home, Marge. I'll go like. He's been annoying her. Yeah. Like it just shows the shittiest childish like she needs to look after him yeah he's a lazy oaf yeah doesn't think for himself can't yeah. do anything man child man child yeah and then he rocks up to rehearsal yeah yeah early and he's like come on and then he like gets he wants to get all the lollies from the candy dispenser and he and then oh and then he, she finds it because she sees uh ned as as homer and yeah. she she smashes the bottle mm-hmm. and clearly stabs Ned in the chest. Yep, exactly. And a couple of scenes later, they're doing lines at Ned's house and he's a, he's got a patch on himself with like small blood stains on it. So, yeah. And she just wants to practice the bottle scene again. Oh, she wants to practice so She likes so bad. the bottle scene. Oh, she loves the bottle like, scene. Like, ah, bottle, <laughs> you have been returned to my hand. Into my mangy paw you go. <laughs> In order to channel all of my rage at my husband <laughs> instead of talking to him. But, you know, we wouldn't be able to reason with Homer in that situation no, either. In that like situation. It's, just, it's a built-up thing from yeah. their relationship. Yeah, because he just wants to go home and he wants Marge home. Yeah, look. And he doesn't understand, he doesn't understand her, her. She's a delicate flower. She's a delicate flower. So the flower. alignment between these uh, characters. The characters is very clearly made. They've yeah. actually been planning this episode for a couple of years. Really? Yeah, especially the musical aspect of it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what am- Yes. It's just so funny and so silly. Although, to be honest, I've never seen A Streetcar Named Desire. Not me neither. Oh, thank God. Of course not. I've never read it. I don't know much about it. What I do know, I know from watching The Simpsons, Claire. Uh, what I do know, I know is from knowing Lisa. Oh, your housemate. My housemate. Yeah, because like, sometimes she says something. She's like, oh, like Blanche Dubois. And I'm like, yes. Yes. <laughs> and I know Stella. I can do a southern accent. Oh, yes. That's, so it comes to opening night. 
of mm-hmm. O Streetcar, which is what it's called, because the estate of Tennessee Williams wouldn't let the show use large excerpts from the actual play because the work's copyrighted. Oh, wow. Uh, however, they managed to wrangle to have original songs based on the play. According to one of the producers, the lawyer was like, I will take the case to the Supreme Court to get the episode aired. Oh, my God. They later explained that while the songs made the episode funnier, they made it harder to write because they had to write it not like Streetcar. Oh, my God. Like a yeah. very thin parody, like a yeah. really close to it. How do we make oh this kind of God. slightly authentic? Oh, Stella, you're making me yeller <laughs> and I'm getting hella. <laughs> Angry Ballarat. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, I can imagine Llewellyn Sinclair um, <laughs> directing the Ballarat, Ballarat plays. I've had four heart attacks from previous <laughs> plays written, but I plan to make Ballarat my <laughs> fifth. Fu- my fifth and final. <laughs> You're going to send me to my grave, Ballarat. <laughs> That's how much I care about amateur theatre. Historical amateur theatre. <laughs> They have to go and pick up Maggie. Yes. Who's the entire uh, sequence B plot was based on other references. Yes. So she movies. did a whole MacGyver of like, she she gets every all the babies, their suckers back, their dummies. Mm-hmm. Right. So what should they, they play the MacGyver music. No, 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 no. They play the Great Escape song. Oh. Steve McQueen. Yes. Dun, 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 dun. Oh my she even God. gets put in the pen, like in yeah. the box, uh, which is, you know, solitary confinement. Oh, and, he, and, and she's gets doing given the, the ball. The the, ball. Uh, Steve McQueen has a ball when he's in the cooler. <gasps> oh, my God. So that's why in House, in the, in, in the show House, he loves Steve McQueen. Uh-huh. And he, at one point he, he adopts a rat and he calls him Steve McQueen. And he also has a ball, which when he's thinking, he bounces it against the wall. There you go. References. Oh my god! You're like a beautiful mind. Oh, oh look, and it's all falling into place. Oh, just like that woman, oh. that meme. The, 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 yep, yep. The, yeah, the yeah, the drawings. That all of the math. <laughs> it all makes sense now. <laughs> I'm gonna watch more of House tonight. Oh great, go for it. I cannot for House. <laughs> I love House. Oh wow. <laughs> um, they have to go and pick her up. Yes. <laughs> um, and so they've done this whole great escape thing. Yeah. Uh, she gets all the dummies back. She distributes uh, them amongst the masses. They're, they're amongst the masses. They're so happy with their little dummies. Yeah. It's actually quite adorable animation. Yeah. They walk in to find a echoey room full of babies just sucking their dummies. And staring. And staring. Which is a complete and direct ripoff of The Birds by Alfred Hitchcock. <laughs> Completely and totally, uh, yeah. uh, including all the echoey footsteps and yeah. that sort of thing. Uh, they come in, grab Maggie. As they're walking out of the Anne Rand School for Tots, there's a little <laughs> Easter egg of uh, Alfred Hitchcock in Simpsons character yes. just strolling by with his dogs. Because he would walk, pa- he would play a role in every one of his films. One yeah. of my favourite ones is I think it's Stranger on Train. He totally steals a scene. By trying to get onto the train carriage with a giant, like, double base. The case. Yes. And he's trying to get on. The two main characters are talking in front of the camera, 
but you can't help but watch Hitchcock in the background really <laughs> struggling to get onto this carriage with its ginormous I'm instrument I'm going to steal every scene I'm in. So silly. It's Take like, that, Stanley. Hitchcock, what are you doing? It's what a are... real sweet homage. Yeah, it's lovely. So they get to opening night. They start the musical that is definitely not derived <laughs> from A Streetcar Named Desire with a cracking opening number about New Orleans and how shit it is. Oh, yes. The problem with this number Mm -hmm. is that they're really very bad uh, about New Orleans in it. Obviously, they're trying to paint some kind of picture. Yeah. It's actually based off the Sweeney Todd opening number, There's No Place Like London. So it's meant to be taken ironically. Okay. Drunks and whores and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Yeah, The old women in like the costumes. (laughs) It spoke to every single amateur production of anything I've ever seen. Yes. Especially I think about my, you know, I saw my sister in Oliver. Back in the day. Oh, my gosh. Like high school fishnets. musicals. Am I fishnets. right? And then like fishnets and like pretending to talk. I mean, obviously they had to give as many roles to the kids oh, as possible. Yeah. So they just invented roles that had like one line in them. Yes. And you'd be like, I remember my one line. So exciting. Did you ever have a one liner? No. Well, in, when I was in Rent, I was Alexi Darling. Right, so you went from zero to actual roles. Grade three, I was the main person in the end of year uh, poet that our class did. There you go. Hmm. Yeah, so you naturally never had a walk online and then walked off? No, because I was always naturally gifted at performance. Yes, okay. <laughs> Except sometimes the teachers wouldn't give me a role one year. They're like, you had the main role last year. And you're like, that's because I'm fucking good. <laughs> yeah. Well, I always had the funny roles. Didn't have the oh, yeah. main roles. Was yeah, never yeah. The... Oh, yeah. I always got the comic relief. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was, a few, I was. Give me, check me a few lines. Why don't you? Yeah, I was yeah. never the uh, the sexy main character. Oh no, right? Yeah, yeah fucking. But you know what? Yeah. Like perky best friend. Yeah, gets it done. Oh yeah. Yep. Sorry. Uh, so uh, they sent these the first two episodes of this season to critics. Uh, mm-hmm. They sent this one and they sent the previous episode. Cam Crusty. Um, so <laughs> a New Orleans critic viewed A Streetcar Named Marge and published the song lyrics in his newspaper before <gasps> the episode aired. Oh, my gosh. Many readers took the lyrics out of context. And New Orleans then Fox affiliate, WNOLTV, received about 100 complaints on the day the episode aired. Several local news stations also held on-air protests in response to the song. Oh, my gosh. They released a statement. It's come to attention that comedic song about New Orleans in tonight's episode of The Simpsons has offended some city residents and officials. Viewers who watched the episode realized that the song is in fact a parody of the opening numbers of countless Broadway musicals, which are designed to set the stage for the story that follows. That is the only purpose of this song. We regret the song taken out of context has caused offense. It's certainly not the intention of the Simpsons production staff of Fox Broadcasting Company. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it caused that much controversy. They had to write a, a statement. They had to release a statement. Oh my That's God. That's all they could do. Uh, the episode generated further controversy in September 2005 when Channel 4 in the United Kingdom decided to air the episode a week after Hurricane Katrina <gasps> struck New Orleans. Oh no. Arguing that the episode was an incense Sensitive choice given recent events. Several viewers filed complaints uh, with Ofcom. Two days later, Channel 4 res- apologized on air and directly contacted all those who had complained. Oh my God. Yep. So, uh, wow, that song. 
pretty harsh. Yeah. But also a great song. Yes. Mate, I want to go to New Orleans because of this song. Yes. But it also, it just reeked really of, awesome. of community theatre. So yes. So we watched this wonderful musical play out as a feast for the eyes. Yes. The Descent into Madness. Scene. Yes. Oh, my gosh. The scene where she's being... There's lasers and all the smoke machine. Smoke machine! And she's like, I don't know how they got the money for a rig where they could pull her up and yeah, throw her the, around. Where's the Springfield like, oh theatre got a fly tower coming oh, from? Oh my God, I know. And the train people you have to use to pull it, but it's just Mo. <laughs> it's just Mo yanking on a rope. Mo, Mo yanking on a rope. What? And she's like, <laughs> That was great. It was excellent. I feel like I was watching Wicked. <laughs> Now am I defying Ballarat? <laughs> and then it ends, and I was taken—I was taken by surprise because throughout it, Homer did look displeased, and at the end, he looked like he was distracted, like playing with his Game Boy again. Yeah. And then he talks to her, and he and he explains that he the play made him feel sad, and that he connected. And then when they go outside, he says, "I think I'm a bit like that guy." And then she says, well, kind of. And it's really sweet. I almost cried. Did you? Yeah. Got a bit misty. Yeah. Oh, what? It was so beautiful. Well, it, it was, like, yeah, through the power of theatre. Amateur theatre. <laughs> power of amateur theatre <laughs> can do wonders. <laughs> you give this out of 10 i gave the last one 10 what am i supposed to go from here maybe we have to make like a new like between one and 20 oh god no that's even that's worse too many. that's too many right i'd give it um, you still really liked it yeah I did think... you like it more than the last episode yeah. and i suppose i'm comparing them also to that weird episode of the attacked on at the end of season three yeah 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 what a shit episode that one episode. Yeah. yeah um this one was great Nine. Nine, mm. solid. I'll go seven. I like it, but mm. it's no Camp Krusty. Well, uh, that's all we've got for you. Ooh. Tell them things. Oh, great. Oh, I thought you were like I'm doing a mistake. I'm looking up next week's episode. You oh, just right. I thought you were doing a mistake. I didn't want to like jump no. in no, and then no, you're like no, 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 cutting you're it out a bit. Okay. Uh, great. So you got to like us. Like us on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. We're on all those things. We're sometimes a bit quiet, but that's okay. Just yell at us. Yell at us. But tell your friends about us. I also have a tiny letter which you can sign up to on my Twitter. And my Twitter and Instagram is uh, Claire Cool Cat. Cool and Cat spelled K's. Claire is with C. Um, follow I'm, me. Follow I'm Bockler. Yeah. I should say I'm selling my old shows online. Oh, great. So if you go to laurenbock.com. Uh, and if you want me to make content for you or your children, yeah, I also have my bungalow series. Yes, a bungalow burlesque. Send me a great. song and like I don't know, like a theme or a yeah object or an emotion or a cartoon character. I will make you a burlesque. Yes, you can also. You don't have. To, I don't have to get my tits out if you don't want yeah. me to. If you, you just want me to make something, you made one for me, which I did. I I, I laughed so much. Did you really? Yes. Oh, good. It was so funny. Oh, great. It was so good. Your prompt was At Last by Edit James. Yeah. And you gave me, well, it started as bum bags. Bum bags. And I'm like, Claire, I don't have any. I'm like, can I've it, got 20. Just, what do you, can know, it what just do you mean? Just be bags. <laughs> like, and you're yes. like, yes. And I'm like, great. 
So I became a bag lady who it had found so the, the last bag she'll ever need. It was so good. And in the time, also took off a bunch of bags. Yeah, and then at the end, you did have a bum bag. And I did. <laughs> <laughs> Which made me laugh. Good. Your face and everything was so good. Your uh, articulation is fantastic. Ah, uh, thank you. Well, I think that's the benefit of doing it in a bungalow. Oh, yeah. It's an intimate space. Yeah. You've got nowhere to look but my face. <laughs> and maybe my bum. Yeah. Next week's episode Ooh. is Homer the Heretic. Ooh. Homer decides not to go to church anymore. Ooh. I remember when I stopped going to church. <laughs> oh, we're going to get into this. Yeah. I don't know that much about church. And <gasps> I, I know, know everything about Catholic you church. I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> uh, until then, we will see you then. Bye. I love you. Love you. Bye. Bye.